BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. The legends are true. But overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Donald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. We were on the road with the Rough Riders. Joe Womack was our strength coach, and he was rooming with Ron Este. I'm coming down the elevator with Joe Womack, and he is man, he is so mad. And I'm like, what's wrong, Joe? And he goes, you wouldn't believe what Este did. He's in his underwear, and he emptied the mini box. Smarties and the Kit Kats, thinking it's free, thinking it was a gift basket. And Joe looks at me, it ain't fun. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Happy Tuesday, everybody. Welcome to the RP Show. Hope you're having a great one. It's episode number 1130, believe it or not, of your favorite daytime sports talk show in Canada and the USA on Game Plus Television, WQEE Radio. Our nickname's The Key in Atlanta, right? Ryan O Radio down there in the Peach City. And uh, YouTube, of course, YouTube Live and streaming. I'm here in South Florida. Moose is in Toronto. I'm going to guarantee you right now, guarantee you that we're going to have just the most fun today. Darren talking a lot of hockey, but of course, it's Tuesday. That means we're coming off the heels of Monday night football. We got some football news and some buzz to get to, but it's going to be a lot of hockey. I will just say, hey, Kevin, the media must check in. He says, happy Cyber Tuesday. Is that what it is? Cyber Tuesday. <clears throat> away we go. How are you doing, man? I'm doing great. Yeah, doing awesome. It's a, it's a big night. Last night was a big night, football, hockey, but I feel like tonight might be just a little bit bigger. So uh, it's a good day. Quite interesting you say that. I uh, was discussing, I'll just tell you this, Matthew Barnaby coming up in hour one, famed NHL super pest and... 18th all-time in NHL penalty minutes, Matthew Barnaby in hour one. Hour two, Stephen Ellis from the Hockey News. Really good friend of ours, really good guy, and a really big Leaf fan, a daily face-off. Don't hold that against him that he's a Leaf fan. Those are the guests today. And can you hit the quick six show horn, please, Director Jordan? And <laughs> What you're going to get today is a lot of full disclosure. Honesty, that's what we do here. I had coffee with a buddy of mine. He's probably watching right now, Greg. He's from Delray Beach, Florida. And I said how, uh, hey, 
in this recovery business, we, we, we favor the truth. I mean, honesty, you got it. It's the truth business. And he goes, well, maybe you can bring truth to sports and you'll be that guy, the shining beacon of truth. I'm like, yeah, 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 but they don't want that. <laughs> Just so you know, the teams and the leagues don't want that. But I'll tell, you, I'll tell you in a second what I'm referring to and why you're going to get transparency here. But there's breaking news on this Tuesday. I want your take and everybody's take. Patrick Kane is signing with the Detroit Red Wings. A person with knowledge of this uh, decision told the Associated Press today the 35-year-old Kane was an unrestricted free agent rehabbing from hip resurfacing surgery in June. He has been skating since August and told the AP in September that he was starting to feel like his old self again. Well, that same source reporting today that he's signing with the Detroit Red Wings. The three-time Stanley Cup champion with Chicago and 2016 league MVP chose Detroit over other suitors, including his hometown Buffalo Sabres, the Toronto Maple Leafs, and the reigning Eastern Conference champion Florida Panthers. After the Blackhawks and Rangers, he joined after a pre-trade deadline deal. The Red Wings are set to become Kane's third original 16. And I'll stop there um, and go with that. The one thing, it was just last week. I'm not going to out the guy, but it was in the press box at a Marin Bank Arena. Guy looked me right in the face. I'm not going to say, other than he was with the Panthers organization, he said, Kane's coming. He's coming, you know. He's coming here. I took that to Twitter. This guy's rarely wrong. Looks like he's a big pile of wrong right now. And I had people tweeting me at the Cats and Bolts account, Darren, saying, you're wrong, he's going to Detroit. I'm like, okay, I was just reporting what the buzz was. And I'm kind of sitting here going, whether it be pro football buzz or hockey talk, if you didn't, if, I guess I could sit here and saw, not say anything. It's the way the business is. Hype. Let's go and call out all the NHL insiders like Frank Saravelli, who said Florida was leading and all the, I don't want to be that guy. You want to hear the buzz or do you not want to hear the buzz? Everybody wants to hear it. But when it's not true, people want to come back and go, na 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 boo boo Can't have both, I don't think. What do you think? No, you can't. But I think this is a good move. It's an excellent move for Detroit. Um, you know, it's a fairly low hit. It's not the 10 plus million that he was making on the last 2.75. 2.75 yeah. million. And prorated for the rest of the season, right? Um, so not bad. You know, we'll see what it turns into production-wise. Pretty low risk. Detroit's a team right now that's in fourth place in the East. Um, they have a game in hand on Florida. If they win that game in hand, they'll be tied with the Panthers for third in the conference. So they're a team that's very much in the mix. And you bring in a guy like Patrick Kane that instantly adds veteran leadership into your locker room. It adds another skill set, depth up front. And it tells your team that we're not just happy to be here. We actually want to win some more games and we want to take a real run at this thing. So I like this move from Detroit. And for, for Patrick Kane, he's on a young, exciting, fun team to watch with a lot of stars where he doesn't have to come in and be relied on as the guy. Um, I think it's a good move, both sides. I think whomever he signed with it would have been a good move because he's that player. We're going to find out how healthy he is. Um, there is more to the story here, by the way, from the Canadian press story. Patrick Kane's attempting to become only the, th only the third player to come back to the NHL from the, uh, this type of invasive hip operation following defenseman Ed Jovanovsky and center Nicholas Backstrom. 
Jovo played only 37 games afterwards, but Backstrom recently stepped away from the Washington Capitals 47 games into his attempt amid concerns about how his artificial left hip was holding up. With a return this season, unlikely. But, yeah, we'll see. You think you would assume he's getting the best medical care. Detroit sitting here today, third in the Atlantic Division, 11-6-3. So no matter, it would have been a good move for the Sabres. It would have been a good move for the Panthers. Might have been a good move for the Leafs. But it's Detroit that he's going to. I still think he's got gas in the tank. Hip surgery aside, six points in seven playoff games last year. That's the breaking news. Now I'll move on to what was upset Monday on the Monday night. And this is where the uh, transparency is going to come in. Not this game in Columbus where Yegor Chinikov had a goal and an assist lifting the Blue Jackets to a 5-2 win over Boston. It's the Bruins' third straight loss. In New York, Alex Tuck scored twice and Uka Pekka Lukanen. Stopped 25 shots as Buffalo upset the first-place Rangers 5-1. And Mackenzie Weger scored with five seconds to go in overtime, lifting Calgary past Vegas 2-1. All those games would be listed as pretty considerable upsets. In Denver, Ryan Johansson scored twice. Alexander Gorgiev made 37 saves, and Colorado won its fourth in a row. They beat Tampa 4-1. And the game everybody's talking about happened in Ottawa. Sam Reinhardt scored two goals, and Sergei Bobrovsky made 20 saves to lead Florida past the Senators 5-0. Bob's second shutout of the season gave him 40 for his career and it helped Matthew Kachuk get the better of his little brother, uh, sends uh, Captain Brady Kachuk. The full disclosure is this. <clears throat> I went to bed after the second period. It was 3-0 Florida. I'm like, this game's, it's over. Sens got nothing. They're playing terribly. It's over. I got up this morning very early to go work out at the new facility that Serena's working at. Johnny O's. Take her first ever class that she's coaching. My phone's blowing up. When you get Chris Sanford's attention, Chris from the Bronx, he texted me and said, those Kachucks sure know how to put on a show. Thad sent me the video of the referee going, everybody on the ice has 10 minute misconduct. It was a brew. It was a literal brouhaha. And we don't have brouhaha's anymore. Darren, it was a Donnybrook. So yeah. I guess I don't feel bad that I went to bed and missed it all. I had to sit and watch NHL Network and slow it down and replay this and say, how exactly did this start and who exactly is to blame and how exactly many penalty minutes were handed out? Paul Maurice referred to it as a little squirrely. I think it was about 4 nothing when it happened. It was largely unnecessary. And I guess the bigger question, who, like, who cares? Florida won 5 nothing. They go into Toronto tonight. That's the main thing. But from an NHL perspective, this is where I got a little turned off. Th this, Darren, you're too young to know. Grasshopper, this used to happen every game. And I wouldn't have been going to bed after the second period if this was 1998. Yeah. Why would I expect there would be a Donnybrook? There's never a Donnybrook. And Ken Danico on NHL Network today said it's a novelty because this never happens. And everybody's loving the video of the Kachuk's grandma in the crowd, and she's horrified that her grandsons are fighting, which, by the way, if you looked at both of their faces, Brady and Matthew, they're just grinning. This stuff's fun. Why does the NHL not want this? Because everybody's talking about it, especially here where they never talk about hockey. Why is this a swear word and they don't want this kind of stuff? I don't get it. 
Yeah, I know. Um, it was fun. At the end of the day, it was fun. And, you know, I saw the photos and then the pan shots of uh, the camera shots of the benches with nobody left on it. Like, you know, usually they'll have a skirmish, not a full out Donnybrook, and they'll take like two guys and they'll give them offsetting roughings. Not everybody's getting tens. That's it. We're all going to the box. Um, it is fun because it doesn't happen every night. When it happens every night, I think you kind of get tired of it. Um, but this is good. When the emotion comes to the surface at times, it shows you that they care a little bit. And for Ottawa to have a little bit of pushback in a game that was just completely out of control for them. Um, it was fun, and now we're talking about it. Um, last night, was uh, it was fully entertaining. Just checking in from the Wad, Rod Squad here right now, or the Wad Squad, squad as some would say, Waddy. <laughs> you know, Tristan, Waddy. I got you. Um, Swerve in Calgary says, my grandma would have been hanging over the boards. Yeah. Robin in Prince Albert says, I'm checking in somewhere between Drumheller and Oyen, heading back to PA. He's watching on the road. Be very careful there. Moose and I hit the ditch on an icy. Remember that? Ooh, I was just thinking about oh, that the yeah. other day. Um, I've had an NHL scout text me here and says, it wasn't a Donnybrook rod. Relax. Yes it, <laughs> yes, it was. I mean, just because it wasn't a full 20-on-20 20 20 bench-clearing brawl, which will never happen. So what are you saying? I didn't miss anything? Is that what you're saying? That, Darren, help me out. Was that a Donnybrook or was that not a Donnybrook? Well, that was a Donnybrook. I don't, I know. I, I, I would say that's fair to, to, you know, to call it that. But, like, do we need, like, the national security scale of, like, yellow to orange to red like at, at what point does it go from a skirmish to a melee to a donny brook to a well you know you need blood and there was blood the jake sanderson matthew kachuk fight there was blood out of that is that what you want blood you thirsty animal yeah we want blood kill 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 so yeah um john burns in calgary writes in and says, hey, the Flames get the win. How about that? That NHL scout's texting me. It's coming up on my laptop here. I got to I try to yes. find some way to get that disconnected. Not that I don't want to hear from that scout. He goes, there was one fight. I'm like, yeah, well, why is everybody talking about it then today? Why? Which, by the way, I mean, let's... Brady Kachuk took a little run at Bob, and that's what started the melee. But what, what are officially we calling it? I didn't say it was a Donnybrook, yeah. did I? I said it was a brouhaha. There's a difference. Uh, I saw somebody saying today on Twitter, this will never end until Brady and Matthew fight. Well, they're never going to fight, so this is going to go on forever. They've gone on record as saying they're never going to fight. So... Are you saying I didn't miss anything? Because according to this, I think it was 160-some penalty minutes. Uh, Paul Maurice, he, he, listen, go to our Cats and Bolts Twitter account. I got the clip from Paul Maurice on there. And he goes, hey, this is what makes the game great. It's grace and it's beautiful mixed with this aggression. You know, 
So I guess we're sitting here talking about it. Um, I'll say it again. I don't know why the NHL wouldn't want people buzzing about it. I get, I get your point. And when it happens every once in a while, they're okay with it. When it happens every night, they're not. On the Flames, yo, everybody, we'll get to the Monday night football and other football-related stuff. Just stand down, okay? We're talking hockey right now. On the Flames, uh, so they beat, what was the 2-1, 3-2, whatever it was, the Flames beat Vegas in overtime. And I said to Serena this morning, I said, it's a real shame Canadians don't get the NHL network. Like, I love it so much. Probably largely because it's different than what you get crammed down your throat every day by TSN and SportsCenter. But Ken Danico on there, former Yorkton Terrier, by the way, Ken Danico, saying, uh, and the host, can't remember her name because it's a different one every show. She's like, how about those flames? Seven, three, and one in their last 11. And I'm like, oh. And I don't really want to call anybody out in the media because I do the same. But I thought, I thought we needed to break down the team and have a rebuild here. I thought, I thought they needed to sell. Wait, where are y'all that said, let's trade everybody and go young? What is it? I would like to say that I said Ryan Huskin knows what he's doing and this team will figure it out, give them time. A little late for Jay Woodcroft and Dean Evison, wouldn't you say? <laughs> and if this wasn't Ryan Huska's first year, he probably would have been fired by now, given the start. So, hey, you got less than a minute. What do you think about the Flames? Are they legit or are they not? I, I'm with you. What you said, I think it was yesterday, Rod, when you said, look, it took Paul Maurice till Christmas, and I think probably a little longer than that for the Panthers to buy in on the message and, and change the culture a little bit and get things moving in the right direction. So I think we have to give Ryan Huska some time. And look at this last 10-game stretch, we're seeing things start to work in the way that maybe we thought they would at the beginning of the year. So I think things will continue to trend in the right direction because they've got the right coach. Yeah. Listen, we need a break. There's so, there's so much going on. I told you we were going to have fun today. This NHL person, he's not letting it go with regards to what happened last night. And he wants to bring up the 80s. Okay, okay, I'm not the, I'm not the Donnybrook police. We'll talk NFL, CFL, NBA, Pro Football Hall of Fame. Lots on the go when we come back. We're live on the Game Plus Television Network, WQEE Radio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube Live. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Hi, everybody. The RP Show continues, and I should tell you, I haven't looked at it yet, but I'm about to. The Sober Carpenter text line is open, 902-518-3033. Sober Carpenter, non-alcoholic craft beers, proud partners of the RP Show and sponsors of the text line. I told you that I have that exact array that we show up on the screen in my fridge, and I dragged them out here today. I got them all. Let's bring in Moose. Uh, the, the cans are sweating, but it's not as hot here today, Moose, as most days. Just so you know, there's the weather report. I got to crack one of these puppies right now. This is the Black IPA. Why not? <laughs> yeah, why not? It's just so darn delicious. Oh, it really is good. Available to Total Wine and Spirits here in South Florida in Boca Raton. Town Center Mall. And uh, Google your city. Your town and Sober Carpenter, it'll pop up where it's available. Fun, Whole fun, Foods, fun till daddy. Well, there you go. Whole Foods and GTA. How about that? Yeah. How about that, Rick Regan? How about that? Um, okay, boy, it's not, it's not happening, Rod. <laughs> Breaking news from the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. They have signed their entire management team, Kyle Walters, Ted Gavaya. And who was the other one? Oh, wait a minute. They're not in the room, I don't think. Kyle Walters, Ted Gavaya, Danny McManus, all staying in Winnipeg. And I'll get to the more CFL news in a moment. It's just interesting with the Flames. It's, um, look, it's a little much. It's predictable. The Flames are like any NHL Canadian team. I'm going to tell you, I've been here long enough in Florida, in the United States, to tell you, NFL teams aren't this way. NHL fans are more intense. I'm not joking. In on this continent, soccer, Europe, different story, never been there, don't know. When it comes to NHL hockey, fans are a little touched in Canada. B. Henderson, who is, by the way, in Winnipeg, writes in and says, the Flames will be selling at the deadline. Book it. From Jason and Red Deer, the Puck and Pigskin podcast, says, I don't like fans of any team that get all worked up and want to clear out everyone. Yeah, well, that's everybody. Uh, Jordan in Calgary says, with the goaltending the Flames have, I think they could be a playoff team. They have the same goalies as last year when they missed. Just putting that out there. You know what I'm saying? It's the same goalies. <laughs> so you can't say that. Uh, and by the way, coming up next hour, we'll look at tonight's NHL games. Eh. By the way, Johnny Ohm, how about that John Ohm, um, says, I'm really liking this fired up, Rod. Those Johnny O gym workouts got you pumped up, bro. <laughs> uh, you got to come check out Johnny. It's, it's where the pros train. Uh, did I think that at age 50, I'd be working out at the home gym of NFL stars Joey and Nick Bosa, Chris Carter, Major Wright, Zach Tom? I didn't expect that. But like I said, Serena just started working there today. They, they came to her. This is just a thing. She's coaching a couple classes a week because they need it. It's walkable 
from our house. Johnny O's. It's the greatest. He's a real cool guy today. <laughs> Tell you a story about Johnny O. It's on my Facebook. The photo of him. It's on the story. I'll have to post it to our channels, Darren. I wouldn't be telling you this if it wasn't entertaining. Johnny O. Johnny Olson told me today about the time he met Bobby O. He grew up in Boston, Johnny O, and he couldn't afford to go to Bruins tickets. They were too expensive, and the games were all sold out. So in 1980, there was, a, there was an alumni game. They were playing up at Harvard. So Johnny's like, with a bunch of friends, let's get tickets and go watch Bobby Orr. Well, they get up there, they don't have a goalie. So like, can anybody play goal? We got the pads. What do you think I did, Rod? I put the pads on. I knew how to skate. I didn't know how to play goal. First time meeting Bobby Orr, he's shooting on me. That's <laughs> Johnny O's story today of meeting Bobby Orr. Oh, man. You, when you come back to Florida, you'll meet him. He said he was on a cruise 20-ish years ago. And guess who was on the cruise? One of the Golden Girls. Uh, the oldest one. What's the oldest one? Sophia, Johnny. Oh, yeah, Sophia. She was on the cruise. <laughs> that's today. That's, that's, that's life. And so just with regards to the Donnybrook that went on in Ottawa last night, I, 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 I'm sorry, I went to bed after the second period. I didn't expect it. This NHL scout saying, well, in the 80s, let's ask Ron Hextall. What do we, 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 we want to go back to the 80s where Ron Hextall took his goalie stick and used it like an axe and almost killed someone? Yeah, we don't want that. Nobody's advocating for that. If it goes just as far as last night where uh, guys get a little bumped, we're all good. Uh, I'm going to save some of these comments until the hour two where we look ahead to last night because I'm, I'm way off track here. Number two, the 2024 NHL All-Star Weekend, hosted by the Maple Leafs at Scotiabank Arena in Toronto, will be expanded to a three-day event. The All-Star Weekend celebration will feature NHL All-Star Thursday on February 1st. The NHL All-Star Player Draft represents the return of a concept that was an entertaining and engaging element of previous All-Star Weekends. Have you heard this, Moose? The captains of the four All-Star teams will be paired with celebrity captains. They'll select their teams from the remaining pool of All-Star players in a televised draft on that NHL All-Star Thursday night. That's this upcoming February. Do you like that idea or not? I'm not, eh, we're all going to watch. We all watched back in the day. Was Phil Kessel not the last guy left in the one All-Star? He was, on the team? and Phil Alexander was the Ovechkin one. was snapping photos of him sitting in the chair, right? We all remember that. He ended up winning a okay. car for it. Right, so oh, at the still. very least, you know, were you ever the last one on the playground being picked? I got to think it's a scarring feeling. I'll be honest, luckily, I wasn't, but I know the kids that were. That's what we have here. And the NHL wouldn't have brought it back if they didn't think it was entertaining or so forth. So maybe that would have been a good poll question. We're getting to the poll question, though. But you're, you're okay with it? You're okay, you sign off on the All-Star draft? I do. <clears throat> Excuse me. I do because I don't think we have an – I don't believe that as hockey fans we have a real attachment to the divisions. Like, I don't think the divisions mean much to us anymore. Eastern Conference, Western <laughs> Conference used to. Um, that had some meaning. Um, a little bit of the North America versus the world kind of did because it was the Europeans versus basically the, you know, the Canadians and the Americans. Um, this will be interesting because they talk about 
who will they pick? Will you get a team of Canadians picking other Canadians and Americans picking Americans? Will you get, you know, guys picking their teammates? You know, when you got to choose between Leon Dreisaitl or Connor McDavid, who are you going to pick? You know, and um, having some fun that way. And then you get some guys who are friends getting to play together. It could be a little more interesting because I don't think the division thing works. Well, I'll be honest. I'll probably watch the draft, but not the game. And I was there in Sunrise this year. It wasn't good. And part of it I was in the press box for, and I overheard two media members going, can you imagine paying $250 for this? I'm like, I did. This is a joke. It's terrible. And I don't think that's going to change. So I'll probably watch the draft, but the game's bad. And that's not even really the NHL's fault. It's just the way that it is. Point three, the Minnesota Wild fired Coach Dean Efferson Tuesday and replaced him with John Hines. Uh, sorry, they fired him. What's today? Tuesday? They fired him on Monday, replaced him with John Hines after losing seven in a row. General Manager Bill Guerin announced the moves, including the firing of assistant coach Bob Woods, the pride of Leroy, Saskatchewan. The 59-year-old Everson from Winnipeg had three full seasons in charge of the Wild, who gave him his first head coaching job in the NHL February 14th, 2020, replacing Bruce Boudreau. All-time Everson, 147 wins, 77 losses, and 27 extra-time losses. I don't even know. That's an above 750 winning percentage. You're fired. Poll question. If you don't like it, blame Clark. It was his idea. I like it. Poll question today is for Key Auto Group. At the Key Auto Group, you can buy with confidence knowing that they provide reports on all vehicles they sell. Get fully informed about your next vehicle by going to keyautogroup.ca. Who deserved to be fired more? Jay Woodcroft of Edmonton or Dean Evison in Minnesota? Well, Knowing that these guys are disposable now, it doesn't matter. Even Reinbold said it on this show Friday. You're hired to be fired, so, or two Fridays ago. Uh, I got to say Jay Woodcroft, because to be honest with you, I don't think he deserved to be fired at all. It was way too early. We're not even, at that time, not even close to the 20-game mark. Everson, seven games in a row, and I think 14 of 19 to start the season. Yeah, probably had to go, but what a... I've said it enough that I can't even say it anymore. It's becoming too repetitive. Why would you want to be a coach? My God. And as Clark said, if you don't mind me saying, Clark, why does John Hines keep getting jobs? He gets fired everywhere. It's almost at a point where if you get fired now, it doesn't even mean you're bad. It's just, we got to do something, so you will walk the plank. That's what it is now, I think. Yeah, a lot of the times that's exactly what it is. And for Dean Everson, you, you rattled off the record. If that's what his record is, as a coach, he's got a pretty good resume that he'll be able to find another job and probably be back behind a bench before long. Um, it's similar to Paul Maurice, you know, in, in Winnipeg, that he felt maybe the message just wasn't getting through the same way that it was. You know, uh, Minnesota was a team that we thought was going to continue to take a step forward and be better this year than they, than they have been, so they need to make changes. But when it comes to the poll who deserved it more, I don't know if either coach deserved it because they're both good coaches. But I'll go with Woodcroft just because the fact that I think the Euler expectations were just so, so, so high. And when they're in second last place in the entire National Hockey League, something's got to go. And it's got to be the coach in that situation. So, uh, yeah. I want to map this out, and I should have done it off this top. Next hour, we'll talk a lot more 
Canadian Football League stuff, like the Bombers resigning their people, the Rough Riders head coach search. We just don't have time for it here. Don't want to dedicate it enough time. So in hour two, first segment, we'll spend more on it. Point four, Cairo Santos connected on the 30-yard field goal for Chicago with 10 seconds left. And the Bears had four interceptions off Joshua Dobbs in a defense-dominated 12-10 NFL victory over the Minnesota Vikings Monday night. Justin Fields lost two fumbles in the fourth quarter, but with excellent protection on third and 10 near midfield. He hit D.J. Moore for 36 yards to put the Bears at the 13 with 55 seconds to go. They drained the clock to set up the winning kick and stop a 12-game losing streak against NFC North opponents. That's a bit of the problem because I'm like, uh, I woke up this morning. It's so early. It was up at before 5 a.m. to go to this 6 a.m. class. By the time I got around to the Monday Night Football score, I'm like, was that last night? What day is it today? Ah, I'm all out of sorts. And on the NFL vein, three-time All-Pros Julius Peppers and Antonio Gates were chosen as semi-finalists for the Pro Football Hall of Fame's class of 2024 in their first year of eligibility. Peppers was one of the league's most dominant linemen. A legend in Charlotte. While Gates is third all-time in catches and yards among NFL tight ends, he was a stud too. So Moose, you got an idea what we're going to do in hour two. I'll bid you adieu for now. Thank you for your contributions. We'll see you then. You betcha. Is Barney ready to go? Okay. We'll take a brief pause. I'll be back. Matthew Barnaby's take on all these NHL items when we come back. We're live on Game Plus Television, WQEE Radio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube Live. RP show continues. Ten games in the NHL tonight, including the Panthers at least. What else we got? Dallas Stars at Winnipeg. Huge Central Division clash there. Connor Bedard in Chicago, home to Seattle. Oilers welcome Vegas. Vancouver Canucks welcome Anaheim. But we got to look. We're not done with last night. Let's bring in Matthew Barnaby. It was in his backyard up there in Ottawa, if you are in Ottawa. The Panthers spanked the Sens 5-0, Barney, and there was this... Listen, I went to bat after the second period. I'm like, this one's over. Did I miss something or did I not miss something? Because old school guys are saying this is nothing. What do you, what do you think? You know what? It was the Kachucks being Kachucks, and you take either of those guys leading your team. Uh, they're as close to old school as you can get with talent. So uh, in an uneventful game that it was for the Ottawa Senators, uh, a big win for the Florida Panthers. The third period was exciting. It was a little throwback hockey. It, was, uh, it, it wasn't much to see, but it was a lot to see at the same time. No one got hurt. Uh, some good scraps, uh, but I love the Kachuk brothers. Absolutely love them. Okay, so that was a page out of your playbook, basically. You're, you were a fan of what went on then. Yeah, I mean, uh, again, there was, there was nothing malicious. I, maybe the, the, the McEwen 
uh, hit on Kachuk and then he jumps him. Um, that might have been a little over the top. You know, Matthew Kachuk going after the goaltender. Just it was nothing. It was nothing bad. But yeah, I, I like seeing a little bit. I, I don't turn in to see fights anymore. I see. I tune in to see great hockey. Uh, but if a fight happens and and that kind of extracurricular stuff happens, I'm certainly uh, not going to bed or uh, going for a hot dog, as they say at that game. I'm enjoying it, uh, but I take it for what it is. As you say, if we were watching for the fights, we'd be disappointed every night. That's why I went to bed. I'm like, nothing's going to happen here. I should have known. Next time the Canucks, uh, Kachucks go head-to-head, -head, I will not. That's on me. It's on me. But listen, Barney, with all these firings, Jay Woodcroft, now Everson, and probably soon DJ Smith, is it not out of control? Is it not out of control? I feel like it is. What do you think? Well, I, I, I think when you look at, you know, where a team is and expectations are where they are and Edmonton, listen, is it all Jay Woodcroft's fault? No. Defense isn't good enough. The goaltending hasn't been good enough. Connor McDavid and Dreisaitl early on uh, weren't great. Now now you have McDavid that has 12 points in the last four games, and you're going to see them start winning games. Uh, but the, the, the problem is you're looking for a jolt, and the only way you can get that jolt so you're not – the carnivores are coming in and trying to rob you of your good players and not making you fair offers. So I think ideally you'd like to make a trade. Unfortunately, when your team is struggling, other GMs are trying to come in and rob you. And the only real thing you have is to fire a coach. I think it's almost inevitable that DJ is the next one that is gone. The team has been up and down defensively, not the best team in the league. But they got to sell it to their fans. I think it comes down to, you know, showing that they're going to do something. I'm a New York Jets fan. We've been through this a million times. Um, I don't think we fire our coach, but certainly if they don't start off next year the way that they are, he'll be the one to go. And I think DJ, if they don't win three out of the next five or or six of the next ten and keep themselves uh, relatively close, that's just what happens. That's the nature of the, the, the beast in this game. Well, you need somebody running the show, and I mean a GM or maybe an owner, but there's no owners really that know anything about this team that they own or the sport. But uh, my point is, like the Sens, are they bad or are they just playing bad? Because last night they were awful. I know the Panthers were good, but I'm like, this team's bad. Yeah, d defensively, they're bad. Defensively, they're bad, and they're they're good offensively. They got a lot of good things that go on on this team, but uh, you look for consistency. And when you talk about consistency, that comes down to coaching, because uh, ultimately he puts out the guys, he puts in implements the systems. And when you lose five nothing at home against a good team, Florida's a really good team. They went to the Stanley Cup Finals last year, but ultimately that rests on on the coach. And, and DJ knows that. I, I like DJ Smith a lot. I hope they don't get rid of him. Unfortunately, the fan base is at a point now, and you also have an owner that just took over that DJ wasn't his guy. I, I think they liked DJ, but ultimately it wasn't Steve Steos' guy, it wasn't Mike Landlauer's guy, and when you don't have success and they expect to make a splash when you spend a billion dollars uh, American on a team, you expect to be in a playoff position where this team is now. So a uh, long-winded answer to your question, they aren't as bad as they were last night, and they should be better than they are where they are. Okay, thank you. Um, to the Leafs and Panthers tonight, looking ahead, 
I can't believe that Brad Tree Living had to call a news conference to just explain where they're at. Like, again, we're 20 games in. Everybody's saying, Rod, it's Toronto. It's Toronto. Well, then you're idiots then. Let him coach the team. But what do you, what's your take on the Leafs right now? Well, I think it is idiotic, but it is Toronto, and, and, I, and I, I do get that. But, like, we're, they're, they're in a good spot right now. They're, they haven't played great. They've been up and down. They've, they've been inconsistent. But I don't think it's time to call a press conference and, uh, and, and explain where, where you're at. Try to find ways to improve your team. And this team has to get better defensively as well. Like, if, if they want to be a serious Stanley Cup contender, and I don't think that they are, this is a talented offensive team. But one of the big guys is going to have to go. One of the big guys. And I think that guy is probably Marner. Nylander has been, he was great in the playoffs last year. He's been the best player this year so far. And Marner's the guy making around $11 million. So I, I think they have to try to find a way where they don't tie up that money. Because right now there's no way, I, I just don't see it, even though the cap is going up by a few million dollars, that they're going to be able to afford Nylander and have all that money tied up in that top four. So I think it's, it's trying to find a way to move Marner, bring in some because if they are going to be a serious contender, they need help on that back end. But it's Toronto. It's it's always a favorite, and and they're, they're the, the declared uh, hockey mecca of the world. Self-proclaimed. I get it. Hey, please give me instant analysis on Patrick Kane joining Detroit at one year, th uh, two point seven five million. I actually didn't think he was going to get that much, but it, listen, they still have, I think, $5 million in cap space or, or roughly around that. I thought he'd take a little less just to have more room at the deadline to acquire players. Now, this isn't a Stanley Cup contending team, so in that retrospect, I understand him taking that money. Uh, people that have come off hip surgeries, especially at 34, usually doesn't work out that well. Um, I hope it does. I think it's a good landing spot for him, but he wasn't great with the New York Rangers now. Obviously, now we know he was dealing with a severe uh, hip injury, but I think he improves that team, but it's not a Stanley Cup contender any which way, and I just hope for Patty Kane that he's able to play well, extend his career, whether it's in Detroit or somewhere else. Great analysis, Barney, and I should say with Christmas coming up, your book is still for sale, unfiltered. I would propose, I would be, tell anybody that they should pick it up. I'm sure they still can as a Christmas gift for somebody, the young hockey player in your life, uh, the dad that's a fan of Barney like the rest of us. Where can they get unfiltered? <clears throat> Uh, they can get it at Amazon. Everything. Jeffrey Bezos has everything. So go to Amazon, pick it up. It was fun to write. I'm, I'm really appreciative of you uh, enjoying the book and, and pushing it out there. But it was a lot of fun to write. And, uh, it's a pretty easy, pretty easy read. Of course, you wrote it. But you sent it down to me here in Boca. <laughs> and uh, there's a lot of stuff in there people need to read, like your thoughts on Ted Nolan. Uh, number one right and just your road to the yeah. nhl is super inspirational man so barney uh, at, at the end of your career and why yeah it i, I it hit me barney thanks for this Thank you, you always fill in i appreciate you yeah happy holidays There's you as well buddy to everyone all the listeners out there as well be safe there you go have a safe holiday season everybody from uh, the great matthew barney 18th all time in NHL penalty minutes and pretty sure that ain't gonna fall.
We'll be right back with a sports update and audience takeover. We got a lot of comments come in here from the viewers, and I will map this out and say it again. We'll get to the CFL talk in hour two, segment one for the CFL fans that have tuned in for that. 902-518-3033, Sober Carpenter text line, Sober Carpenter, non-alcoholic craft beers. Google your city's name and Sober Carpenter to find out a vendor near you or ask for it by name in your local beer wine and spirit store we'll be right back on game plus television wqee radio apple podcast spotify and youtube live Okay, we're back for this final segment of Hour 1. And I guess I haven't read any viewer comments for a while. So let me go to the Sober Carpenter text line regarding that Flames win last night over Vegas. Ron Thompson in Calgary writes in at 902-518-3033. And he says, both goalies played awesome, but one of the saves Vladar made last night will be in top 10 saves of the year. Brian in... Hudson Bay writes in and says, Good day, guys. My Vikes were my Vikes again last night. Wonder how many Cousins haters changed their minds a bit. <laughs> Wonder how many Cousins haters changed their minds a bit after last night. Love the Kane signing for my wings. And uh, he says, Sounds like Mace or Buck for Coach of the Riders. Who do you like? Have a good one. Signed, Brian and Hudson Bay. We'll push that into next hour, but again, Winnipeg offensive coordinator Buck Pierce, Toronto defensive coordinator Corey Mace are supposedly the final two finalists for the Saskatchewan Rough Riders head coaching job. I have a lot of thoughts on this. If you can't wait, go to rodpeterson.com right now. It's on there. I think either one is a mistake. I think you should have hired somebody who's either played or coached in Saskatchewan before because it is a unique, a unique animal. It's not imperative that you do. That's what I would do. And two, ah, this is a pretty critical hire to hire to somebody that's never been a head coach before in the CFL. Major, major gamble by the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. Buffalo Bill writes in. It says, greetings and no hallucinations. Is it easier for Robert Kraft and crew to get a better coach after the season instead of the interim chaos? Well, let's just say it here. I don't think they're firing anybody now. So for, what, for whatever that reason is, they're not going to fire Bill Belichick in season. Sure, there'll be plenty way better candidates available to the end of the year. You know the answer to that. Buffalo Bill always asks questions he knows the answers to. I don't know why. Sports update on this Tuesday. The Toronto Maple Leafs are back at Scotiabank Arena for the first time since November 11th as they face the Florida Panthers tonight in NHL play. The Leafs are coming off back-to-back -back losses since returning from Sweden where they played two games as part of the NHL's Global Series. Panthers smacked around the Ottawa Senators last night 5-0. The Edmonton Oilers look for a third straight win tonight when they host the Vegas Golden Knights. The Oilers have struggled much of the season but won their last two games by a combined score of 13-2. The Winnipeg Jets host the Dallas Stars in a key Central Division matchup tonight. 
The teams are tied at 26 points, four behind division-leading Colorado. Also tonight, the Vancouver Canucks host the Anaheim Ducks. Toronto Raptors finish off a two-game road trip when they take on the Brooklyn Nets in NBA play. Raps looking to rebound from a close 105-102 loss at Cleveland on Monday, sorry, Sunday. Brooklyn 2-0 on their current five-game homestand. Sports update brought to you by Common Crown Brewing Company, turning your everyday common beer into a unique and exceptional experience. Visit commoncrown.ca. And for Landmark Cinemas in theaters now, Five Nights at Freddy's. Can you survive Five Nights? Check them out now at Landmark Cinemas. Last minute of play in hour one. I'm just jumping to the text line to see if anything new has come in. And it has not. Uh, what else do we have here? <laughs> Swerve in Calgary says, Avery and Barney. The two chirpiest of all chirpers. Remember just a couple years ago, Matthew Barnaby challenged. He wanted to come out of retirement and fight Sean Avery. Avery didn't want to do it. I don't think they get along too good. Chad in Lethbridge says, Tom Barrasso said that Barney used to script his chirps when he played against him. Top five chirper, Matthew Barnaby. Oh, yeah. I feel like we got to somehow make Barney like a permanent part of this show. He's just so good. Hour two coming up after this brief pause. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.